You're listening to the weekly partial podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never ending assistance in Ormah Bishem Israel 5783, 2023. This week's partial is Parshish and I'd like to read to you from the first piece in the Madrash, talking about some very deep ideas. I think there's a lot here that's very applicable to us. We can garner and gain from the statements of the Madrash, the teachings of the Madrash. Ve'elam Mishpatim Hadahu Dichsev says the Pasuk. These are the laws, right? And it's important to point to point out that we're in the middle of the story or the description of events of of Maisar Sinai, Maimon Har Sinai. Jewish people are receiving the Torah, heard Hashem's voice, Aseres Hadibra's Ten Commandments, and in the middle of this entire place, in the middle of this entire scene, so the Torah gives us the detailed laws of what it means. The Ramban explains, goes into at length. What's the placement of these laws right in the spot? It's a, actually a, an expansion and an explanation of the Ten Commandments themselves, which involve uh, not coveting other people's things, etc. But let's focus for a moment on what the measure says. These are the laws. says the Tehillim in Psalms, chapter 99, verse 4, says that God loves justice. God loves the the powerful God loves justice. Says a medrash, an enigmatic statement, which we'll see. We'll spend the next two pages studying together. What is this trying to say? But there is a concept that God, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that He shows His strength. He shows His strength, or the strength is given to God. It gives God power when the idol worshippers, meaning the nations of the world, are are brought to judgment. When Hashem does judgment, that shows His power. When when the when justice is meted out, when justice is served, so that shows Hashem's power. Let's see what does this mean. We find. That Nebuchadnezzar, the evil king of Babylon, of Babylonia, Aydeshin is Ga, Va'amar Allah, Dohi Bavel Rabtav Gaimer. We spoke about this a few weeks ago. Nebuchadnezzar, he was the king who destroyed the first temple, the first Beis Hamikdash, and he had this tremendous gaiva. He was tremendously haughty. And he spoke of himself as if he had all the power, and he spoke of himself as if Everything was his. So that is something, as we'll soon see, just to give a little bit of a preview, spoiler alert, that is what it means when Hashem is going to do justice. It's to show justice with the idol worshippers. What's idolatry in, in this context? Idolatry is when I think that I did something without Hashem's help. I think that I was the source of my own success, my own power. Nebuchadnezzar HaRasha, the evil Nebuchadnezzar, he felt that he had the power. But God says, and God says this, right? It doesn't literally mean that God spoke to Nebuchadnezzar, but, or maybe it does. Maybe he spoke through his prophet. But it also means that Hashem took actions that Showed that proved that this was true. Russia lecha This is what Hashem says to him. 
you evil person. You're just a a smelly drop. Niska Esa, you are haughty. Vamarta biskaf chisni vlikar hadri. You spoke about your own power and your own honor. You should just understand, you don't understand, that the power is mine. The honor is mine. The greatness is mine. So the mistake of this king of Nebuchadnezzar, the mistake of the idol worshippers, and this is idolatry at its essence, and this is something that we all, the idol that we all face, this mistake of thinking that we're the ones doing it. Hashem says, you don't have any power. I'm the one with all the power. King David recognized this, the truth of the matter. David is the classic case of Malchus Yisrael, the kingdom of Israel. What do we do? We don't take any power for ourselves. We, and our, and our king, David HaMelech represents Mashiach, represents the Messiah. He says, to you Hashem is, is the power. To you Hashem is greatness. To you Hashem is the splendor. Ve'aymer, and the Pesach says in Tehillim, which was written by David HaMelech, King David himself, Hashem Elikai Gadaltam Hashem my God, you are so great. So David is the king of the Jewish people. He's the one who speaks honestly. Whose power? Who's the one who has the power? If I succeed, whose success is it? It's Hashem's success. Nebuchadnezzar represents the Umasailam, represents the nations of the world and their kings who take all the power for themselves. Hashem says to him, The little bit of kingdom that you have, the fact that you are the king of the world or the world at that time, it's mine. It's mine. Daniel as well says to him, Daniel said to, said to Nebuchadnezzar, God is the one who gave you the power and the honor. You need to understand that it's not you. It's in that same Pasuk. In Daniel chapter, oh no, I'm sorry, it's not. The other one is chapter 4, verse 27. This is chapter 2, verse 37. That's what it means. What does it mean that God performs justice? What does it mean that God brings about justice? It means that the truth comes out. Justice it just means we see the ultimate truth. We see who's right. We see what the truth is. To whom, let's say, an item belongs when there's an argument between two people. This one says, this is mine. This one says, the other one is mine. The judges decide and bring out justice. They bring out the the rule of the Torah as to to whom it belongs. Now hear this. This is just beautiful. Hashem gives it to the Jewish people, God loves justice, and He gives justice to the Jewish people because He loves them. In the same pasuk, which talks about that the power is to God, He loves justice. It also says, "You were kining meisharim," which means you 
gave a foundation to the straight ones. You caused the straight ones, which is a reference to the Jewish people, you caused them to be straight. You caused them to have justice. Now listen to this, it's beautiful. Through the laws that you gave to the Jewish people, Right? What does a Jew seek when he goes to a bestie, when he goes to a court? What does he seek? He seeks to be right? No, heaven forbid. He seeks justice. This one says it's mine, and this one says it's mine. We want to know the truth. To whom does it belong? According to the Torah law, which means according to God's will. So, the two people have a have a fight over this item. They come to the judges, and the judges, Paskin, they decide that the justice is with this person or with that person. That creates peace. When we're willing to submit ourselves to the law of the Torah, when we're willing to submit ourselves to the law according to the judges who understand the Torah best, that brings about peace. And I want to point out something here which is very important in in our Western civilization. So, most often, 99% of the time today, sadly, people do not want to hear another position. They don't want to fight. They don't, it's uncomfortable. I don't want to step on your toes. You don't step on my toes. We'd rather, we'll, we'll agree to disagree, which is very nice. It makes for a very cold kind of peace because I won't talk to you and you won't talk to me. But a mariva, l'shem shamayim, when you want to know the truth, when you really want to know the truth, says the Medrash, this is beautiful. This is power. This is what Hashem loves. It's, so to speak, the fight that we do l'shem shamayim to find out what is really the truth. Searching for the truth. I don't want this thing if it's not mine. Right? That's what Ramban says also at the beginning of the parasha. The the mitzvah of l'shachmaid, of not desiring something that's not mine, not desiring something that belongs to my neighbor. <coughs> Excuse me. That mitzvah requires that I find out what's mine and what's yours. So that I'm not, chas v'shalom, heaven forbid, I'm not trying to keep something which is not mine, which is yours. That's peace. That's peace. It's what's the truth? To whom does it belong? What's the truth? So this is something that Hashem bequeaths to us. God wants the truth. He wants everyone to know the truth. He wants to know who, to whom is the power, as we saw with Nebuchadnezzar. And He wants us to know personally, to whom is the power, the right to use, pers- let's say, this item, who, whose is it? That's also power. What's the truth? What's the truth? The people of Israel said in front of God, Master of the world, for how long will you not bring about your judgment upon the idolaters, upon the nations of the world? Right? What's what's the question? Right? What's the question? The question is: We see terrible things happening in the world. We see a Holocaust. We see an Inquisition. We see the Jewish people, those who seek God's will, those who live in Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel. Heaven forbid, can be run over, children run over by an angry, evil terrorist. 
Where is the judgment? Where is justice? Where is the justice? When, Hashem, will you bring out the justice and show the truth to whom this land belongs? When will the justice come about? It says, says God in response to the Jewish people, it takes time. There's, there's, a, there's a moment in time when indeed the justice will be served, but it's got to fill up, right? There's a cup. There's a cup, as we're going to see. There's a cup. The, the, the cup that God serves the nations of the world in the future time. But it has to be filled, the cup of justice. Shenemer Bayama Hu Kerem Chemer Anulah. Says the Pasuk in Isaiah in chapter 27, verse 2. On that day, it's talking about when the Messiah arrives. Part of the Mashiach process, or maybe the climax of the Mashiach process, is a moment where there's a Kerem, there's a vineyard, and that vineyard is the grapes are plucked, they're brought to the to the wine press, Hashem, as it were, takes off his shoes, as we're going to see. He takes off his shoes and he steps on the grapes and he crushes the grapes. And then there's Anula, there's a sing, there's a song that follows. You can't pick your grapes before the grapes are fully ripe. After the grapes are ripe, you take them, you you pick them, and you bring them to the to the wine press, and then you you trample on them. Right? That's how they used to make grapes. That's how they used to squeeze the grapes. They would take off their shoes and they would trample them. Mezamer, and he sings. And there's a responsive song. I sing, you answer. This is what Hashem says to the people of Israel. Wait until the time comes for Edom. There's a moment in history, there's a moment, a time, which represents the advent of Mashiach, we could say. And that is the moment when it's time for the, the cup is spilling over. The cup is full. The cup of their sins is full. And now Hashem brings about His wrath. The anger comes out. The justice is finally served. And then, at that moment, I will trample them, says Hashem. Shanemar, al edam ashlich nali in Tehillim, chapter 60, verse 10. Upon Edom, I will throw off my shoe. I'll take off my shoe, right? Just like when a person, uh, when a person is trampling his grapes in order to get out the, the juice, takes off his shoes. So Hashem says, as it were, Kibiachal, he's going to take off his shoes and he's going to bring about judgment upon Edom, upon the nations, the West. And then, Hashem says, I will sing. Hashem says, I will sing the song of Geula and you will answer after me. So beautiful. That's what, a pasuk, what this Pasuk means that we quoted from, from Yeshaya. Perkhav Sam Pasuk Beis. And the next Pasuk says, I 
I am Hashem, the Creator. In moments, I will cause them to drink. What does it mean? Right? It's it's called when Hashem brings out His judgment. It's called that He's He's giving them to drink from the very cup that they filled up. They filled up a cup with all of their sins. Now drink, drink this cup. I'm saving, I'm saving these drinks, these cups, many cups. means multiple times. Shem is going to give them to drink. So now the Medrash comes to a final point. So we saw that Hashem wants to bring out the truth. And we saw that we also need to look for the truth. And we saw that ultimately there is a judgment upon the nations of the world. When Hashem shows the truth and gives them the judgment, He pours out and, and lets them, they need to drink from the very cup that they filled. But what's the answer to why, why don't we see that right away? Why is it waiting? What's, what's it waiting for? It's waiting for this moment. But what's the process of it and, and how can we relate to it very powerfully? Says, says the mention, Shem says, look, if I'm going to look at them, if I'm going to judge them, if I'm going to be honest about them, about their deeds, about their actions, about the truth of what they have done, the sins that they've committed, the amount of, of suppression of the Jewish people, oppression of the Jewish people, the amount of evil that they've done to my chosen people. So they'll be finished in a moment. Because it's so so massive. But I hold myself back, says Hashem. I don't allow my anger to come out. In contrast to them, what do the nations do? What do the evil nations of the world do? They're filled with anger. Albonai. They use, they misuse the very, just like Nebuchadnezzar misuses his power and he says, it's my power. So the nations of the world grab the anger of Hashem, as it were. Anger is reserved for justice. That's what anger is. There is a place for anger. Anger is appropriate in a place of true justice. Right? We say on Pesach, Pour out your anger upon the, on the, on the nations who do not know you. It's appropriate to bring about anger, as we're speaking about, injustice. But what, hap- what happens to all of these nations who poured out their anger on an innocent Jewish populace throughout history? They misused God's anger. They grabbed, as it were, God's anger, and they poured it out upon the Jewish people who were not deserving of this anger. It was unjust. They used the anger which is meant for justice in an unjust way. Hashem, what am I going to do for them? Hashem says, I'm going to hold it, hold it back, hold it back, hold it back. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to, I'm going to do this in, in, I'm going to walk around it. Efsa means the lotion of psiah, which means to step. And then when it comes to the moment, there's going to be an explosion. It's all going to, it's going to spark and all come down at once upon the nations of the world. 
Rabbi Levi says, and this is the finale, God says to the idol worshippers, to the nations of the world, the people of Israel are mine. As the Pesach says, the people of Israel are my servants. And the anger, the very concept of anger, of righteous anger, of justice, anger that comes in justice, it's mine. Plus he says in Nachum that God, that God gives retribution. And he's angry in his retribution. You're taking my midah of anger, which is meant for justice, and you're using it on my people, the Jewish people. So, so they're misusing it. And the sages say, and I think this is an addition to what Rabbi Levi just said. Like we said before, in a moment, if I would do things as they should be done, if I would allow my midas hadin, the the true justice, to be released, so in a flash, the they would be destroyed. My sword flashes out in a moment. But what do I do? What does God do? God holds on to justice. He holds it back. God does not allow His justice to come out into the world. Yet. Pasuk says in Isaiah, I will hold on to my power. Like we saw before, What is God's power? God shows His power when he brings about judgment upon the nations of the world. So now, what's the bottom line here? Hashem holds back his his anger. He holds back his judgment. He holds back justice. Why? So, I was recently studying with my daughter. She was writing a a report on a chapter in Tehillim, on a chapter in Psalms. It's the chapter that we read for the Shir Shalyom on Yom Raviyyish. God is a God of justice. And there, it's explained in the Meforshim that Hashem holds back His justice. He lets, the, he lets things go. He lets the wicked people have their day. And it seems like the righteous people are being punished even though they've done nothing wrong. The innocent ones seem to be suffering despite their innocence. But ultimately, the purpose of it all, the waiting ultimately is for the full justice to be meted out upon those who are wicked and for the full reward, the full, all the good that God wants to bestow upon those who have done His will is finally bestowed in an open way. So that's to do with, that's to do with the idea of Bechira, free choice, free will. Things have to look a certain way so that it's not openly clear so we can still have our free will. But the idea is that Hashem waits. Hashem waits. Samar Kodesh Baruch Yisrael. And here's the bottom line. We're at the end. Hashem says to the people of Israel, Kishim Shani Sadin Vani Just like I can meet out justice, but I hold myself back, Hashem says, Kachatem So too. It's very important. Even if you know you're right, 
Don't do things outside of the court. Don't do things outside of, don't take justice into your own hands. Wait, wait, wait. Wait for justice to be served. And that's true on a personal level, that's true on a national level. Just wait. Also, you might find out, I'm adding myself, it's not what it says in the Medrash, but you might find out that the person could do tshuva, they can repent, they can show remorse. Just wait. Justice is served in the end. Evil does destroy itself. It takes a long time. It takes a long time for the truth to come out. But ultimately, look at the return of the Jewish people to Eretz Yisrael, to the land of Israel, seven million strong. The truth comes out in the end. It, it takes a long time. It takes 2,000 years for the truth to come out. But ultimately, evil destroys itself, and justice is served. The truth comes out, Kodesh Baruch Hu shows who has the real power. Hashem shows who are the real servants of Hashem. This nation might say that we've replaced them. This nation might say we've replaced them. Ultimately, the lies, the lies are revealed for what they are. Nothing more than lies. And justice is served. I want to bless you and ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us. That we should be able to experience, really, ultimately, when Mashiach comes, the, the incredible justice of Hashem, the, the recognition of the whole world as to the truth. Hashem should help us to experience that, to see that. But we can see that even today. Hashem should help us to be able to hold on to the truth. Because in order to do that, we need a lot of bitachman, we need a lot of emuna, we need a lot of faith in God. So Hashem should help us to have that faith. Hashem should help us to have that patience. Hashem should help us if we have, for some reason, to go into a judgment Hashem should help us that we should have the focus on truth, on peace, on the will of Hashem. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.